What's next? Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy, love, anxiety, risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situations. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. What's next? So before we get into the show, I want to take a second just to give out a little disclaimer, just to say that I am not a licensed professional um, in the state of Texas or at all. So um, I'm just a guy who has a story that wants to share it and wants to help others out. So I just wanted to get that out there that I'm not a licensed professional in any way, but I look to help as much as I can with my stories and with other people's stories. So please hang out, listen, and hopefully we're able to help you. Well, welcome to another episode of the podcast of What's Next. Um, I have another guest in studio today. Um, some of you may know him. If you don't, you're going to have the pleasure of meeting him today. Wonderful individual, great friend of mine. Um, we've done a lot of stuff together, uh, music-wise and other things. And um, just a great, great, well-rounded individual. So excited to have him on the show. So those of y'all don't know, Mr. Eddie Keys. What's up, Papa? Hey. What's going on? <laughs> Eddie Keys is, is on the show. And uh, so Eddie Keys, come, he's coming on, and Eddie's got a story um, that he uh, that he wanted to share. A very, very personal story, um, very serious story. And he just wanted to get it out there. And, and uh, the same reason that I started this podcast, which is to help other people uh, going through similar things that we've been through and to share our experiences and our stories and hopes that it will help someone along their way, kind of like I just said in my disclaimer a moment ago um, that you heard. And so uh, first uh, first off, shout out if you guys like the music, uh, the opening music uh, to the podcast series. That was uh, completely 100% done by Mr. Keys. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm loving it, and uh, really, we really appreciate him for giving his time to do that and so we'll get more into talking about his music and where things are taking him and so we'll, we'll kind of get to all that before the end of the podcast um but one of the things that we kind of wanted to get into and i don't know how you want to do this eddie if you want to jump right in the story or if you know kind of want to you know how we want that dynamic to go so i kind of give you the freedom up to see you know what you're comfortable with telling i know that to set the stage um, we're going to go way back into the past. Yeah, we're going to go to childhood. Yeah, it feels, yeah. yeah, it feels, uh, yeah, way back to childhood, man. Yeah, so, yeah, let's just go ahead and just get right to it, I guess. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, it's your story, and um, so take it away and you know if i need to interject i will if not slap my hand it's all good <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man never that <laughs> never that so yeah man uh you know at an early age i was uh um uh, molested by my male cousin um so you know that really you know took a toll on me it went on, it went on for like a couple of years man um before i finally you know opened up and, you know, made everything uh, stop. You know, I was just tired, uh, tired of it. Um, it left me, 
uh, feeling very confused, I guess you could say, because, you know, um, it was later on, I didn't know if I was going to be straight, if I was gay, if I, you know what I'm saying, if I, you know, um, liked it, if I didn't like it, you know, so it was uh, very traumatizing um, as far as that is concerned um and the things that they used to do man well that he used to do um uh they would uh i mean he would boil um hot water bro and wow. uh yeah and uh and just like pour it on me dude like yeah it, it was a it was a rough childhood man cause, so how, how did you how did you get in that situation like where, where um, this would happen or yeah so my parents were working a lot, you know what I'm saying, and they uh, really couldn't afford to have a babysitter, so um, the siblings on my stepdad's side, um, they would watch me, you know what I'm saying, and, uh, you know, I guess babysit, I guess if you will, um, so yeah, for a while, they never knew, wow. everything would be, you know, cleaned up and back to the way it was, or... Um, it was like you better do this or you know or you're gonna regret it you know type things you know so, so like fear using fear mm, against you yeah, as, a, as a child mm -hmm. uh, yeah man so your parents um so they at the time were trying to and I think about this as a parent myself having the fear of who I leave my kids with and, exactly. and who I trust them with and and uh, even even still, I mean, you would think that family. I mean, it's safe to leave him with family, right? Mm -hmm. So, and so this was an older cousin. How much older was he? Um, he was, I want to say, around thirteen, fourteen at the time. And you were? I was like five. Wow. You know, five or uh, between five and seven. Is this something that you have um, ever? Cause I know you said at the point where you said you were ready for it to be done and to stop, and mm -hmm. I'm sure you confronted the situation did you confront him as well or has that been something where you just got out of it and you just yeah put it I, to the side? yeah I just got out of it and never looked back you know um my mom was asking me like what was wrong because a woman knows you know yeah. what I'm saying especially mama <laughs> yeah mama especially knows. mama knows man because I'm the only child so you know she 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 really knows me so um she knew something was wrong and yeah. once I finally told her like she handled it, you know. It, yeah, so it was good looking out, mom. Yeah, good looking out, mom, for real. You know. And so I and and just talking about like being confused, the whole thing. Like, you imagine as a, as a young child. I mean, especially at that age. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, when you're five, you don't even know. You you don't even know the the I I guess if we could say the how anything's supposed to really work mm -hmm. at, at five. You're so innocent. Like anything in the sexual realm mm -hmm. is uh, not even something you even thinking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's you know, as a child, you know, so you just want to just go outside, play, play with your toys. Yeah. Uh, all the thing we know is this is a bowl. I have cereal, and the milk <laughs> <Yes>. goes <laughs> in the bowl. Yeah. And this is a spoon, and you know, that's. That's the only thing that we're thinking about, you know, having fun, just being a kid, you know, being bad, yeah. you know, of course, you know, <laughs> just, you know, just being a kid, and, uh, yeah, it was uh, really not not a very good childhood, 
But yeah, I can imagine. Did yeah. you did you feel ever? Um, and again, I, I haven't been through this type of experience, but these are just some things that I, um, from an outside perspective. So if I say ask anything or anything you don't want to answer or it seems too intrusive, man, by all means, say, yeah, let's skip over that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to ask you anything like that right now. <laughs> I'm just, just putting that out there. Uh, I got a little notebook here with some questions in it for him. No, I'm, I'm being facetious. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just... what. Was there ever a time where, or did you feel paralyzed? Like, where you, where you couldn't speak up, you couldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like, did you feel like if I do, like he's gonna hurt me mm-hmm. or exactly? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what came with the water, man. Like when he would boil water and pour it on, and uh, you know, I was like, man, if he's capable of doing this, like, what's next? So like, I better keep my mouth shut, you know. Yeah. But I don't know what you know what came over me um, to finally just open up and tell my mom, you know, after she was asking me. Uh, Cause she knows, man. So does she make you maybe feel safe enough? Yeah, safe enough. You know. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad she put a stop to it. But I just think about how many, you know, how many kids go through this on a daily basis. And, yeah, man. And how many are in situations where they're with family members or people they trust? You know, mm-hmm. I have, I have friends of mine um, that have told me about um, not exact experience, but that they had a, a similar things happen to them with people they trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard people talk about, you know, people in the church, people, family, mm-hmm. people, people that you're close to, people you just wouldn't, you just wouldn't expect that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so I, I urge all you parents out there that are listening, you know, you know, protect your kids, you know, keep them safe, Absolutely. but, uh, but, but, you know, then there are times where, you know, you can't, you can't always be with them 24 seven. And so you hope that you, and you trust that, you know, you've made the decision to put them in the right place, you know, and. And, uh, but even with family, mm-hmm. you know, stuff, stuff can happen. And mm-hmm. so, um, and I guess, you know, thinking about you being a five-year-old and just being left in confusion, like you said, you said that the things that plagued your mind after that was, mm-hmm. what did you say? It was like, like, am I straight? Am I gay? Um, and then like when I was in, uh, in middle school, um, I would, uh, you know, I, I was still hurting from it, you know? So, um. I would, you know, always try to do the same thing, you know, that was done to me, but, you know, to the females or, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we had something called Slap Butt Friday. I would always do that. or Yeah, yeah. It, it, when, when we were in middle school, man. It, okay, it was, middle school. Okay. Yeah, in middle school. In middle school, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we fast forward. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, um, yeah, so just always going around doing this and, you know, telling girls, you know, certain things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just trying to, you know, heal from what I've been through and just, you know, try to transfer it, you know, yeah. to someone else. But And so has that kind of, um, I know that guess it kind of warps your mind a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but you've had a lot of good mentors in your life as mm-hmm. well, you know, through this. And, mm-hmm. and have you been able to share this with others that have, you know, that you've trusted, like, um, you know, pastors, preachers, uh, or, or mentors in your life that have kind of helped you work, work this out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, uh, you know, with my pastors, um, and, of course, um, the other side of the family, my mom's side of the family, and everything like that. Um, that was pretty much it, you know, and some close friends, you know, some close friends, you know. Did, um, did, uh, did he ever... 
make you feel like it was your fault, like you did something to deserve this? or? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, all the time. I always felt like that. I was like, what did I do to get, like, where like where did I go wrong from here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, I guess just certain things just uh, happen to certain people, man. Yeah. Well, what would you say if there was somebody that's like you now and is still struggling? You know, maybe something like this happened to them when they were young and they're just like... You know, I, I struggle with this, and I, I, you know, even today, it's been, you know, twenty years since that, and I'm still, I'm still dealing with it. What would you, what would you say to that person if um, you could? If I could say anything, I would actually quote uh, one of Tyler Perry's movies. Like, it really makes no sense to some people, but once you learn to forgive and move on, of course, you're not gonna forget. But like, once you, you know, forgive. Um, and move on from it, it'll be a little easier to deal with, you know, um, it's, it's a big word, you know, forgive, like, you gotta, uh, have forgiveness to certain things, you know, because after that, you really have to look at it like, well, they did this to God, they did this to, you know, Jesus, but yet he still forgave him and he still died for him, you know what I'm saying, that's how you kind of yeah. have to, have to look at it, I mean, sucks but yes <laughs> That's just, yeah for i mean i just be on the outside and, and i really think like a daddy you know mm-hmm. my my kids are little right now and so i just think about like oh man i'm gonna i don't know how i would be able to you know um forgive somebody um so for you being the one that was going through that um to be able to say that and, and uh that's i'm sure it was not an easy thing to do oh no man it was uh i was actually just watching one of uh, tyler perry's movies when uh, when it started to come out like when all his movies when his first movie started to come out yeah and uh i think it was the Iron of a mad black woman or one of those it's like you got he's got a lot of them. yeah he got a lot of them man he got a lot of them <laughs> that he does yeah so um you know saying like you just have to forgive and uh you know, after that, that's when your healing comes, you know, because you're still holding on to it. You're still having sleepless nights from it, you know, but once you actually forgive it and yeah. then, like, forgive yourself for letting it go on this long, like, 20-plus years, like, you can move on from it. Yeah, and I, and I think, yeah, for anybody who's listening, you know, in that that would be, you know, this is advice coming from somebody, you know, I could talk about this subject all day, but I don't have experience. This is coming from... A man, you know, um, standing before you that has um, really come a long way, you know, since and through all that. And, and we're going to talk about that here towards the near towards the end of the episode. But just, um, you know, there's so much stuff that I could ask, you know, um, detail wise and all that. But I don't think we need to get into any of that. I mm-hmm. think we just we kind of know, you know, when somebody harms or touches a child inappropriately, that's what we're talking about. And, uh, so if you, you know, you've been through that or, you know, somebody who's going through that, I mean, God forbid, you know, it and you haven't reported it already, mm-hmm. but I mean, if there, you even have an, uh, an idea or a thought, you know, call somebody, call the police, call child protective services, call, you know, whoever you got to call, get somebody involved, get that child help. Um, if you're, you know, uh, if you're just, they said an adult now and, that's something you suffered through and you know and you're still dealing with it you know like you know eddie said you know it sounds like <coughs> excuse me sounds like what uh what he found was the uh the ability to forgive and and uh i man, again I, I can't imagine 
um, you know, that's that's an that's an awesome thing. You know, yeah, man. being able to do that, uh, that's a testament to you and 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 the type of person you are. Um, so what? Um, another question, if I can ask, what was life? What was life like after? So describe kind of, you know, you talked about middle school, mm-hmm. uh, but like go back to the moment, you know, your mom finds out, you go to her, you tell her, uh, you explain it to her, um, you know, what's, what's her initial reaction? And then how, how are you, how are you as this five-year-old or what did you tell when you were five? Yeah, you five, five so seven. you're about, mm-hmm. about seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're seven, near seven years old and you're mm-hmm. telling your mom, you know, how, how do you, um, how are the days after that? You know, right after you, you let her in on it and you're just confused. How, um, how does that time kind of, kind of go? Uh, yeah, man. Um, so like, well, like right afterwards, you know, um, we tried to go to counselors, you know, but it really didn't help any because I was just ashamed and uh, okay. I didn't want to open up to anybody. Um, once, I want to say once we, you know, tried to do the counselor thing and, you know, really didn't work. I think that's when I first developed a love for music so the music was my healing well part of the healing process I should say that explains why you love it so much yeah man <laughs> <laughs> you know so um, yeah once I started listening to music and like you know just being alone like in my room you know just listening like that really brought me joy you know what I'm saying and then it just felt like I could make it through another day you know what I'm saying another day whether it just be secular music or gospel music yeah um, one of the uh, main people that caught my attention was Kirk Franklin so you know um, great music yeah I love I loved it cause like you know, hip hop and <laughs> gospel. I was like, hey, I like what you're doing, yes. sir. You're onto something. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So that so and not to talk about it more, but you know, key word you said there was you felt ashamed. Mm-hmm. You know this this older person, you know, didn't realize that what they were doing to for whatever reason. Who can even understand the mind of somebody that mm-hmm. you know thinks something like this is acceptable or okay. But the fact that, you know, not only would they be okay with doing this, but they would make you feel ashamed to the point like you were the one that did something wrong, even though you didn't ask for this. You Mm -hmm. didn't, it wasn't like it was your idea. Right. And you were the one that had all these thoughts and and these these desires or whatever you want to call them. You you didn't have that. Mm -hmm. But yet, when it's all said and done, you're the one walking around feeling ashamed like you did something wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, when all you were doing was you were afraid you were going to get hurt. You were afraid you are going to get burned with boiling water. And, you know, and then and then now here you are feeling ashamed. But mm-hmm. but I'm so, I'm so uh, relieved to hear uh, about the music being that um, that healing. I've, I've found somewhere, um, I don't know, solace in, uh, in music. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's amazing what it can do for the soul and for, yeah. uh, for the heart and for the mind and just... Um, you know, after I lost my dad, you know, that's yeah. when, that's when we met, yeah. uh, and, uh, got involved with the music and that's, man, just, 
immerse yourself in it because yeah, it's man. just it's like it, it has some kind of healing quality to it. It does, man. Um, it does. So, <clears throat> how have you, um, in in this, I'm not sure how to word this question, but you know, and I kind of ask all my guests this, but how have you taken the experience of what you went through and um, and used it kind of, um, I guess, to further um, excel in your life today? Like, have have you have you used any any of the experience in that way, or is it something where this may be something that you can't do that with? So I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how to ask it. Maybe it's something that you're like, no, I buried it, or is it something that you, hey, it's an experience I know that happened, and so I use it to fuel myself to do X, Y, Z, or mm-hmm. how have you kind of taken the experience? Um, yeah, as far as the experience, yeah, you know, um, I took some some things, you know, to try to you know feel it. Uh, but the others, I just, you know, just left it, just left it right there. It was, uh, going to be a new chapter. Um, like the older I got, the more, um, acceptance, I guess you could say I was of it. Uh, so like the older I got and the more I got more involved in church, um, I was able to cope with it more. I was able to use it as a story that you know could maybe help somebody you know because a lot of people you know they may not come back from that you know they yeah you know they may um you know turn to drugs or be sex addicts or you know you know uh rapists or anything like that you know so um that is something that i'm glad i overcame you know, to um, to get to where I am now. Cause they, yeah, like you said, it could go any any direction. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we're getting towards the some of the other stuff here, but um, you know, how did going through this? I know you know we talk about how it affected you, and and I'm glad that you were able to have a voice to make it stop. There are people that um, go through their whole lives and they don't ever get to the point where they get that voice or they are able to make it stop and mm-hmm. they just, they just live their lives that way. And mm-hmm. like you said, and those are the ones that end up becoming mm-hmm. the sex addicts or becoming, and it's not their fault. It's just that it's all they know, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm thankful that, you know, that didn't happen to you. That wasn't your story and it isn't your story and you're not defined by right. what happened to you. Mm-hmm. You're defined by so much, so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this was something that actually, you know, I've met you, it's been, Almost three or four years. Yeah, almost three or four, four years. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and and I just found out about the story. You know, you had shared it, um, and of course, uh, you also uh, wrote a song. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you um, who may not have heard it, it's a it's a really good song, and he really um, opens up and talks uh, more about it through music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Is there anywhere that if listeners wanted to hear that, they can uh, find it? Yes, I do. I think I think it's still on SoundCloud right now. Okay. I never posted it to Spotify or anything. Okay. I know I'm slacking, but, <laughs> you know, I produce for other people, so I'm like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, and that's what we're actually going to get into talking about. Um, what's your SoundCloud information? Uh, Eddie, uh, what is my sound? Eddie Keys, yeah. It is Eddie Keys, yeah. I was like, what is my sound? <laughs> so that's that's Keys, K-E-Y-Z. Yes. Eddie with a Y, Keys with a Z. Yeah, there you go. Y, Y, Z. Yeah, Y, Z. That's the alphabet. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, so yeah, he's got a song, and he got that song out there, and, um, and so with the with the family and, and things that they went through, was there 
things that um, you know affected them too. Like you know, was your mom affected by this, and mm -hmm. how did it affect her? Did she become and 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 I don't know if you would, would be cognizant of this or not, but did she become more protective over you? Did oh, she become yeah. more like absolutely, absolutely? That? Yeah, she was uh, um, always more protective. Um, but I think you know she. Um, she really like carried the weight because I just couldn't go to the courthouse like when it was time to go to court. Yeah. Like I just couldn't go, and you know, like Aww. she, like she, she carried that weight for me, and uh, so yeah, my mom, you know, she became very protective after after that, like more protective, I should say, like she already was, but you know. Yeah. Like I'm older now, so I understand that they had to work and, you know, right. make a way, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, like she really carried that weight. Yeah. So, um, and I know, I, and I hope for listeners, you know, we're, we're not by any means trying to fast forward through the story, but like I said, we didn't feel like we needed to get into the, the nitty gritty of the details. If mm -hmm. you want to hear details about stuff like that, you can go watch the Michael Jackson stuff out there. I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, we didn't feel like we needed to get into that kind of yeah, kind of detail here, just other than to say, like, man, we, you know, molestation as a child. I mean, that's that that that's you can think about whatever you want to think about, um, you know, when it comes to that. In any form of that is not okay, mm -hmm. you know. Period. Any form, and uh, and I tell my children all the time. I say, you know, if any anybody, you know, asks to see or touch anything of that of you that's underneath clothing, I don't care if it's. Uh, your knee cap, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's mm -hmm. not appropriate, you know, you just don't, no, that's not okay, and you tell them no, and you run away, and mm -hmm. you, you know, and I put my kids in karate, too, like, I want them to be able mm -hmm. to fight off anybody, and, yeah, uh, self-defense classes should be mandatory, yeah, yeah. especially nowadays, man. yeah, so, I mean, uh, I just, uh, I just can't even imagine, so my heart goes out to you as a little boy, like, you know, picture not just the Eddie Keys I see before me, but the five-year-old Eddie Keys, like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sorry that happened to him, and uh, but amazed to see the the Eddie Keys that we uh, yeah man we're face to face with now <laughs> that uh, went through all that and and rose through it and and uh, so that's what I want to kind of talk about now is what does the future hold and uh, you know what's uh, the what's next uh, <laughs> the purpose of the show we talk about is the what's next for for Eddie I mean you know all all the episodes before and episodes to come that's kind of what we do is we'll tell the story of. Hey, this is my story. This is what happened to me, but that doesn't define me. Mm -hmm. This this is my what's next. This is what's going on in my life. So, if you want to kind of share some of uh, what happened after that with music and how you got into it and the things you accomplished yeah, and man. to where where we're headed. Thank you for taking time out to listen to this week's episode. Uh, it really was a very sensitive subject matter. So I thank you so much for coming, for staying along with us on the episode of Who Can You Trust? We will be back with more next week on May 15th. So make sure to tune in so you can hear the rest of Mr. Eddie Key's story and all that he has to share on the what's next part of his life. There was obviously very tragic things that happened to him as a young child. Uh, but that did not define him, and there is more to his story. We've shared a little bit, and we'll share more going on next week. But I do want to say, before this episode ends, at least give one piece of information. There are several out there, several resources, but one of the main ones is Child Protective Services. And what they do is they provide protect protection for children who are at risk of or experiencing neglect, physical, sexual, or emotional abuse 
and the focus of this is on the safety of the child and support for the parents to strengthen families and promote safe nurturing homes for the children. Obviously, if a person is in this type of situation, they need to get out of it, need to get to safety as quick as possible, and that's ultimately what we want. So if you know someone, help them, get them help. If you are someone experiencing this, please get help. I realize that that would be pointed more towards a child. If you're someone now experiencing mental issues, uh, mental um, health uh, issues from such a traumatic experience such as this, also there are um, programs out there and there are people that you can contact and I urge you please to get help to contact someone again we're just here as now to share our stories and our experiences in hopes that you might find a way to help so thank you so much for your time and attention we'll see you next week what's next <laughs>